She ate my twirl on Monday. I found the wrapper, noticed a flash of purple protruding from her reading glasses, and I knew instantly. Or was it Wednesday? Days blend now, you know. I got my weekly evening prayer done and dusted last Sunday at 7.53 precisely, as usual, so there was ample time to throw a Campalian pineapple into a glass and plonk my backside on the ottoman for Antiques Roadshow. <laughs> Only it was Tuesday. Well, chills were sent dancing through my body when that Holby City theme tune pulsed from our telly set. Not least because she recoils in disgust at anything hospital-related since all that palaver with her prolapse. <laughs> I'm not doing all that load of bunkum at my age, she moaned on when Dr. Crookshank gave her a list of pelvic exercises. No dignity allowed once you turn 72, I see. How do I get my legs up that high? Who the fuck does he think I am? Darcy Bustle, can't they just tuck it back in really quickly? And then she's wincing and doing that sucking air thingamabob every five seconds and refusing to take paracetamol. And she thinks they cause stomach cancer. Daft bitch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> sorry. I, uh, I missed luncheon. So, do excuse the vigorous mastication. Oh, what did you say, vicar? <laughs> And of course we haven't really seen daylight in months, hence the cupboards are, like poor Mother Hubbard's, utterly bare. Colin from 56 popped a note through saying he was doing regular jaunts to the big Tesco's and did we need anything, but that was met with nothing but contempt. Kel surprise. Not him across the road, no! Have you ever seen his fingernails clean? Anyway, his daughter's one of them prostitutes. Would you really trust him handling our golden delicious? Mummy, don't talk stupid, I said. She's a massage therapist, not a prostitute. And besides, we could do with some more wagon wheels. But she point-blank refused to hand over the checkbook, so that drew a line under that. Stubbornness, thy name is Meta. <laughs> Mm. <sighs> she ate my twirl. She did. She ate my sodding twirl. And she must have done it while I was upstairs tape recording the archers. She must have, so swiftness was the order of the day. She had, what, only fifteen minutes? And I know eating a twirl doesn't take very long, but I deliberately hidden it on top of one of the newspaper piles just behind her armchair because I know what a, a, a devious streak she has, so... How could she possibly have spied it? How? She's four foot eleven. It was planned. It was a planned operation. Sitting there, all sly like a weasel in a wrap-round cardigan. Luggles pinned back till she heard Borwick Green blazing from the wireless in the spare room. Up a stepladder, if you please. And with all of her, you know, everything in the kitchen sink hanging down as well. It's pure greed. I'd been looking forward to that twelve for weeks. Weeks it had been in my thoughts. <laughs> 
Lovely job. Quarter past ten. Kettle on in eleven minutes, and telly set switch to warm up in nine. <laughs> news night. It's a constant at number 37, news night. Iranian embassy siege, 1980. Been watching it ever since. May, I believe. Well, springtime, I'm sure. My father had just shuffled off this mortal coil, as they say. Fell down the stairs in the middle of Tony Blackburn and never recovered consciousness. At a grubby boarding house near Kettering. Not the nicest way to depart. Although, they didn't charge him for the final night, so... <laughs> oh! Kettle 9, telly set 7. Usually it's a tussle for the remote. Honestly, the Arab-Israeli doodah isn't as hostile as us two, but if she's in Rottweiler mode, I've often backed down and let her binge-watch the chase. <laughs> you could record Newsnight too and watch them back when I'm in bed, she says. Well, it's topical, Mummy. It's a daily news show and there's no point watching something that's happened a fortnight ago, is there? It's been and gone, I tell her. But she winces again and shuffles about on her inflatable turtle, and I know it's the end of the discussion. Self, 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 you know. Self, 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 and that's it where she's concerned. I dug out that little turtle we got impressed at in. It took a good old while to sift for all the mountains of odds and ends. I even had to open the curtains for a bit more light. But I dug it out just to slip underneath her, see if it soothed any of the downstairs, and did I hear her utter even one thank you? <laughs> well, well, there we are. <laughs> thank you, Barry, for thinking of that. You're a good lad, actually. Well, I doubt it would have killed her, as they say. <laughs> hmm. 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 Well, I needed that, I must say. <laughs> Hearty. <laughs> We were down to two pickled gherkin spears and a can of prunes that went off in March. 2012. But that filled me up plenty in the end. Mind you, she only sat there day in, day out, day in, day out, day in, day out for months or so. There's enough meat to at least see me through a couple of weeks, I reckon. Bloody hacksaw was rusty. <laughs> Aren't they always when you need the damn things? But it managed to get through the bone. I was just about to ring Colin and ask to borrow one, but... No. Don't panic, Barry, I said. Elbow grease and good old British determination will win the day. <laughs> you see, on top of her eating my twirl, she used one of my beer mats for her ouzo and cherry cola. And I suddenly noticed this and said, Um, is... Is that a beer mat for my collection? She doesn't even deign to turn her head. Oh, Barry, she says. Why don't you fucking grow up? Yes, it is, and it's the oldest and rarest one I could get my hands on. They're mats, Barry. They're just mats, boy. Hmm. Kettle five, telly set three. So... I've just finished picking her right femur clean. <laughs> the left one's wedged in the chest freezer. Didn't want to be a fat guts. No seasoning, though. Couldn't find any amongst the Malay. Must ask Colin. 
Rosemary. Rosemary's the thing. And I won't have to leave now. The chain can stay across. Uh, bet we haven't got any floss either. Bogger. I suppose, in a manner of speaking, I've hit the mother load. <laughs> As they say. Motherload was written by Adam Elms and performed by Daniel Richards with music by Ben Sutcliffe. This was an Algidoo Theatre production for the Twisted Tales in Lockdown series recorded in response to the coronavirus crisis. To donate to Algidoo Theatre at this difficult time, please visit www.algidoo.co.uk forward slash friends and help us to continue to bring you original performances even when we are unable to tour. Thank you.